fantastic family of mine. Trust y'all are popping today. Trust y'all are doing amazing. This is the voice of your homegirl and your host. And it's the Juice for Shalom here. We try to define relationships righteously. Yeah. And uh, trust y'all are doing well in the midst of all this crazy. Please keep your heads above the waters of fear, of anxiety, of. Uh, I don't know what the future holds for me, but as long as you know the one who holds the future, that's settled. Please prioritize your state of mind, right? Prioritize your peace of mind and, you know, keep your peace meter up. It's needed, especially in this time and in this season that we are right now. It's very, 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 very needed. And so today, I want to talk about the ancient institution of fashion, part two. I did a part one of this March 13th, 2020. And there I was talking about how high the rate of uh, premarital sex is among young folks today, especially people who call themselves Christians. Yeah, and I also talked about what i feel and what i felt then of course about ladies going ahead to propose to a man and how that has distorted the order of things you know which is contrary to how god made it and how it's wrong for a lady to just take the barrel take the the barrel of the uh, take the gun from the man you know and say i want to hunt myself because men were created to be hunters so as a lady as a woman when you take that from a man you were out of order now i don't care however culture might preach it that's one of the problems we're having today some people will disagree with this and say well sometimes it's not always like that blah 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 but i'll always say something man cannot man has never man would never be smarter than god the one who, who instituted marriage and relationships, like marriage, really. He didn't, he wasn't sleeping when he was instituting marriage. And of course, he gave everyone a duty. All right? Roles were assigned. Okay? And that's why when uh, a, a gender or a person gets out of order, it changes the course of things. It causes an un- an unbalance. Like it throws everywhere into commotion. So that was what I basically talked about there and then. But today, this will be the part two. The ancient institution of fashion, part two. Modesty. I know this is a topic that has caused a lot of controversy. Especially because of because it's a hot matter. All right, and uh, to be honest, <laughs> if you look at the way our ladies dress today, it's a cause for concern and alarm. I'm gonna be looking at quite a few things here. Why ladies dress the way they dress? It looks like I say from from the beginning of time, the pressure has always been on us. But I'll always say that, you know, we need to be careful of the way we take everything culture preaches, in everything they preach we need to be very careful how we swallow how we get drowned in the floods of culture 
the floods of cultural preconceptions. Oh, and that's why when it comes to sexuality, too, oh, you know, they preach sexual, uh, is it fluidity now? Or being fluid, you can do this, you can do that, you're not. And if you look at it, what they do is just, it, it's, it's mind control. They introduce it gradually. You know, recently online, I was just surfing the net and I just saw that, uh, I think in the States and a couple of places outside Nigeria, um, they've, it's already in the, in the school system. They're introducing it where they begin to re-educate the children, making them, um, reorientate them apart from what they've known already. Like a boy is a boy, a girl is a girl now they are reorientating them and uh, a lot of parents have been crying out like oh my god this is not supposed to be and you know it when i heard that i mean you're trying to tell the kids that you know what it's not wrong as a girl to be attracted to another girl even if that child doesn't have that kind of heart to that kind of mind you're already introducing it and that's what the devil does is a catch them young method They've used, he used, I keep saying it every time that the devil is a veteran soldier, but his own kind of veteran never retired. <laughs> and so, uh, for a veteran who's fought wars, he knows that when I try a particular method and it does not work, the next thing I do is to change my method. It's called methodology. So when my method is okay, of course I get more, the productivity is higher. I can get more feedback and so I'm saying all this because we need to be very careful what we accept in the name of civilization and that's why the word says in the book of James ye adulteresses and adulterers don't you know that friendship with the world is enmity with God a lot of people do not understand what that verse means. Friendship with the world is an enmity with God. And I remember in my last podcast, I was saying that, you know, it's easy to say, you know, it's, uh, people, people just, you know, keep taking things, taking things, you know, and you just say, oh, there's nothing wrong in this, but I wore this dress. There's nothing wrong in it or this shoe. There's nothing wrong in it. Of course. But let me say something. I said in my last podcast that it's not the revelation of the word that is causing division among like bishops, among elders. It's not the revelation of the word that is causing division among so-called big shot and big leaders in the churches today. It's the lack of the revelation among these leaders. If there's a revelation of the word, it should create unity, not division. And so wherever you find this unity, you find division, you find discord. Of course, something is wrong, something ain't right. All right, so today, I just wanna say that, uh, you know, walking with God has taught me a lot. And I don't know who is listening to me right now, but I just wanna let you know that, you know, whatever road you decide to take, either you decide to go after the devil or you decide to go after God, there's always a price to pay. Okay, and I know that the gospel out there today is a gospel of prosperity. But let me not lie to you. Prosperity cannot take you to heaven. Now, also, I keep saying that whatever you choose to believe in as a Christian, make sure that if, God forbid, 
but things happen. If you are sick or you find yourself in a state of emergency, make sure whatever you believe can go into action as such dynamo, as such power, all right, to stand for you and intercede. Now, if the money, the, mat the, the material things that you have can stand for you in the face of death, fine, good gospel. If the cars and, you know, the fame, the jets you have can stand for you in the face of emergency, in the face of death, if those things can raise you up from the grave, of course, uh, that's good gospel, if you ask me. But if whatever you invest in on earth cannot stand in the face of death or emergency, bro says you need to reconsider. I'm telling you, because I keep saying it every time. I know this is this is me now. I keep saying every time that I want to believe a gospel, and I do, that has that much power, that much power to um, not just not just give me things, all right, not just give me things when I want, but can also raise me from the dead when things happen because truly we say you know we don't pray for any bad thing to happen but they do happen and when it does happen what do you do what do you do when things happen like that you just have to pause you have to pray so of course i uh i pause i pray when things happen stuff happens life will happen and uh we serve god we expect wealth sometimes but let me tell you, wealth is not a sign of good living. It's not a sign of the kingdom. In fact, on the contrary, if you really want to walk with God, <laughs> you know, whatever is going to enter heaven is something that uh, is it, it, purely immortal. It's purely not of this flesh. It's purely not a hybrid. And so I say all that to say this. Whatever you choose to invest in whatever it is you have chosen to invest in make sure make real sure it has the power to transform your soul from the inside out make sure it has the power to help you slay that attitude my ladies make sure it has the power to make you know how to behave make sure it has the power to break generational dysfunction patterns of abnormal dysfunctions in your life make sure that god forbid like we always say of course but there's a promise of the resurrection the gospel that you chose to invest in and believe in and put all your energy into while you're alive make sure that if for for example death comes someday someday that same gospel can just get that power of dynamo and just you know raise you up from the dead that's the kind of gospel i love not just re not, not just religion and i'll keep saying it every time the spirit of religion hates to see people go free i'll say that again the spirit of religion hates to see people go free not life now christianity is not a religion is meant to be and it is life because in religion, you pursue God. 
But when you're serving him like it is meant to be, it's not a pass down, an oral thing, like oral literature. It's an experience, ex- experiential knowledge. It's firsthand. This is God chasing you. All right. So now, I want to say this, ladies, don't help God. The Bible talks so much about modesty, moderation in all things. And so I'll say this. Some people have asked me, Shalom, is it okay if a lady wears trousers? If she wears pants? Shalom, is it okay if I do this? My answer to you won't be a yes or no. My answer to you will be, sweetheart, bro, sis, get closer to God. Or better still in the old-fashioned way, because old-fashioned still works. Get the Holy Ghost. Oh, what are you talking about, sis, bro? Get the Holy Ghost. Get closer to God. When you get closer to God, you won't fight the preacher. You won't fight when someone is correcting you. You won't defend what's wrong in your life, even when you know you're wrong. The reason why some of us get really, really mad when we get corrected is because we've not broken our own rules. Okay, Shalom, what do you mean by that? For example, have a bad attitude or a bad mouth. Have I even gone? And one person says, the way you talk is wrong. (sighs) Okay. Second person says, you don't talk like that. That's wrong. That's rude. That's disrespectful. Okay. The third person says, come on, babe. That's not right. That's not godly. I should. This is my due diligence. Pause. Go in prayer and say, Lord, this person this person, this person, this person said this about me. Now, I know they might not be all wrong. Every one of them can be wrong. But even if they are, search me. Is something like that in my life? What do I need to change? But no. Because the reason is if you do that and somebody comes to tell you about that, you won't you know defend that attitude to be honest you just say just pray for me i'm working on it i really hope god helps me with that you won't defend it because you've broken your own rule so an advice to someone out there break your own rules in prayer offend yourself in front of god strip naked in front of your creator don't paint things up a lot of us go to god trying to bring all the pieces together He didn't ask you to come to him when all the pieces are together. He said, just come. All right. And so I want to say this, that to the ladies, you ought to find God as the missing piece in your life first before any man comes along. A lot of ladies are looking for deliverance ministries. If you don't have your life together, what do you need a man for? What you need is a fixer. The man you're trying to so you know woo or the man you're interested in as a husband as a potential partner is also human and he can't completely satisfy you that's the truth he cannot completely satisfy you and that's why it's very very needed that um you have to find out you have to find out who you are first go on a journey of self-discovery On this journey of self-discovery, you find out what exactly 
you need to find out what you need to do exactly okay so this is not you trying to say uh, uh, you know if I have a man in my life he would help me fix certain things that man is not a fixer you need God as the fixer you need Jesus to help you move along of your heart that's what you need many of us are compromising and lowering our standards with the way we adorn our tabernacles our bodies you know because you're told to dress modestly you feel oh but the slave queens out there they dress so well and then why should I dress like that so so dress like this and then she got herself a husband that's your idea this man's idea now there will be an element of truth in that but I'm coming I doubt that all right do not underestimate the power of suggestion and impression what I mean by that is the way you dress you know that whole saying you know how it goes that's the way you were addressed and that's why there was a time a friend of mine a very close friend of mine were home someday one day and then she was talking and we we're just discussing and you know my dad happened to be there <laughs> I was talking about this particular subject It's always a sore subject especially when it comes to the ladies and um, she was of this opinion she attends a very popular church I'm not gonna mention the name of the church but she was of this opinion that you know the way you dress don't matter you know uh, it's your heart that matters and the next thing and I was like really and she was like yeah and then my dad just threw this at her he said sweetheart how do you know a madman on the streets and we all went silent like practically we all went silent like how do you know a madman on the street he said do you look at his heart oh do you get an opportunity to look at his heart or the way he's dressed and of course the answer was obvious it's just it's it's the way he's dressed and then he didn't say no more he didn't say no more about that that speaks for itself the truth is what we think God doesn't pay attention to he does pay attention to now if you keep showing off that booty to the ladies and propping up them boobies no real man's gonna you know want that now he could get attracted to you because of all of that you know because he's just trying to he's like you're advertising and he just wants wants to buy and you know sometimes when you want to buy stuff you taste it you drop it you taste it you drop it and you do know that it's not just you that's gonna do that imagine 20 people doing that before you get to the real deal even the person who wants to buy by the time he sees that all oh, hands are you know come and talk to you then you know check it out it just you know it just leaves it he, he, he loses interest in it what am I saying how do you carry yourself as a woman how do you carry yourself all right so you know if you keep showing off the, the booty especially those that are blessed you know I really hope that what we call blessings won't take us to hell to be honest because no real man's gonna want all that only a low-down dirty dog will of course because he knows what he wants I bet you because you keep flaunting them boobies all around when you're meant to be covered up everything God created that is special is covered up really covered up so stop compromising sisters 
Stop playing all these games. You don't need it. One thing I've realized and I've gotten to understand in walking with God is I haven't heard of somebody on earth before, after, or ever will who walk with God and they regretted it. If you walk with God in all sincerity, He will compensate you. In fact, you have a right to ask, Lord, I'm doing this. But make sure when you're asking, not because of the lust in your heart. Because a lot of times we ask things from God and he doesn't give it to us because of the lust of our hearts. The lust in our hearts. All right. And so, you know, if you, if you dress in a certain way that is provocative, a boss will look right over and say, she a hoochie. Of course, she's, she's a hoe. She ain't got no noble character. Just look at her. Just look at her. I don't want that to be the mom of my kids. I don't want that. That can be sit right beside me to rule my kingdom. Because royalty dresses decently. Whether even physically. A real man won't go after that if he's looking for a queen. Oh yeah. And so work on your attitude while you're single. Your state of singleness is a state where you need to detox. There's a podcast on my, uh, I also released last year talking about detoxification, soul detox, detox, stay in the wilderness, get rid of all that stuff. You need to get it. You, you know, you know, there's a lot of things that we've not detoxed from. I, we keep talking about marriage. Some young men, I, now I'm digressing now. You want to get married as a brother and you've not detoxed from all the type of styles and all the types of uh, uh, ladies that you've dated. So you marry a queen, a daughter of God, and you want her to perform all the sodomy acts in your godly, or supposed godly marriage bedroom, defiling the matrimonial bed. You want her to act as a porn star. That's another topic for another. That's a whole, a whole other episode. Uh, podcast right there porn kills it kills i am not ashamed to say that there are a lot of people who are into this not criticizing now now not criticizing anybody now but to show you that he has a stronghold and satan is walking over time per second every day so if you think that you're just here on earth just to relax my people will say <laughs> in um, uh, in Yoruba yeah in Yoruba they will say oh le shogun oh le gba oh madura gba then what do you want to do to those who don't understand what I just said it means you cannot do juju voodoo you don't know how to pray how do you want to live life now I'm not promoting voodoo get me get me right for what i mean or for what i say what i mean is there's nobody on earth that isn't supporting themselves with something and that's why i said from the beginning of this podcast whatever path you choose you have to take a decision that's what life is all about it's all about decisions conscious decisions not unconscious decisions 
Alright, so the people who go the other side, alright, they, you know, they, they, they sell their souls to the devil. Of course, on these sides, on God's side, you also give your soul to God. But it's just that one is an heavenly reward. One, one doesn't take away your soul. One doesn't kill your humanity. One restores you to your original state of being. Not just as a man, but as a God. Alright, continuing ladies, I would also like to say that, you know. Um, let's work on the attitude. That's what I stopped before digressing. Your state of singleness is a state where you work on your faithfulness, honesty, attitude. Be about your father's business. Adam was all about his father's business. He didn't have to say, oh, daddy God, you know, I need a wife. No, he didn't have to do that. God himself saw that, man, my son has been working so hard. He needs to help me. He needs a companion. It must be so lonely for Adam. And he said, you know what? I'm gonna do this. So he operated him and brought out his wife. But then, bro, you've then gotten your life together and you want a wife. It's a whole big responsibility. Same thing with the sisters, too. So, ladies, walk on that attitude. Be about your father's business. Work on being content. In this world, there's a lot of distractions. I can't overemphasize that. Ladies, especially our stuff is so much in the market. I was going through the market recently and I was like, whoa, if you're not satisfied, oh my God, you want to buy everything on the shelf. And I also did a podcast on that when I just started podcasting. Contentment, the antidote to not enough is contentment. Because when you keep buying stuff and buying stuff, buy the Gucci, the, 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 Gucci, the Gucci bag buying the Louis Vuitton and so on and, and so forth it's just more you can't finish it you you would keep wanting more instead train your mind because it's gonna get worse you know you can always buy everything and learn to give out don't just buy things give out give people things there are people who need stuff that you don't need if your wardrobe is full is it decongested call it declutter you need it give it out when you give out more comes back to you all right so that faithfulness that contentment work on discipline ladies let's practice being noble being a giver oh i just said that that's how queens rock it all right and so practice forgiveness because in marriage you cannot enter into marriage and not be forgiving to be honest i'm just gonna tell you that if you're not gonna be forgiving or you have a hard time forgiving just put marriage aside for a while and help tell god to help you walk on that because trust me that person is gonna drive you crazy Uh uh-huh hold on you are gonna drive that person crazy so it's not one side is it's it's two sides it's a two-way street okay so now real talk ladies only insecure ladies expose their bodies oh but it's not always like that i'm coming down to something when you're desperate, you're vulnerable. Don't you ever, as a lady, I want to trade it out for two cents. Put yourself in a condition where a man sees how desperate you are for marriage. No. It makes you vulnerable. It makes you weak. It makes you a, 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 
a prey to a predator. It makes you take crap. It makes you eat and swallow garbage you wouldn't normally do on a normal day. You would not do that on a normal day. So what I'm saying in essence, I want to quickly touch one of the reasons, a few of the reasons why ladies dress indecently, what they watch on TV. Oh my God, that's the first thing. What ladies say today, who you follow? We just keep saying, I don't know why I can stop this lust. I don't know why I'm still feeling like this. I'm just battling with lust. I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. The person you're following, recognize your triggers. Something, it could be a song. It, it could be somebody. Anything that raises up the volume of your flesh, cut them off. Turn it down. Please, turn it down. Because you have to always recognize that the enemy is not playing games with you. Alright? The enemy is not playing games with you. Matter of fact, he don't care. He don't care. He just wants to ruin you. That's all. He wants to ruin you. And once he's done... Of course, he goes about looking for other souls. Souls. And so, it's needed that you have to recognize your trigger. Recognize what drives you, what what tickles you, like what makes you go wild. What is that thing that makes you go wild when you don't even want to go wild? Who is that person in your life that makes you feel a certain type of way? that you shouldn't feel you have to recognize that you have to recognize that and you have to help tell god to help you work and also like i was saying you have to find a way to get rid of that person now i'm not saying you should do that yourself you might do it wrong but recognize your triggers and god if you go to him in all sincerity is going to help you cut that pet person off it's going to teach you how to navigate life. The next thing here, who they fall, of course, I've said that. And due to insecurity, a lot of ladies feel if they do not expose certain parts of their bodies, they are not beautiful or no man will look at them. But trust me, sometimes you need to go around, you know, and find out candid opinions from men about the way a lady dresses provocatively provocatively what's the first thing that comes to a man's mind about you you'll be shocked you will stop dressing a certain type of way and besides just to throw this out there's a lot to go to hell for jesus went to heaven i mean to hell for us we don't need to go to hell again but trust me i'm saying this because there's a lot of things to draw you and draw your attention and lead you to hell then adding and you know what can be avoided please let's avoid it ladies there's a lot you can be if not for grace go to hell for i can go to hell for okay then now adding dressing people are weak ladies men are weak if i understand as a woman that it's not about me it's about the next person that's what is killing the kingdom not the kingdom because it can't be killed killing us as individuals if i know that okay like paul said if meat will make meat is eating meat is not wrong no but but if i eat meat and it will make my brother stumble by what i stop it that's called love 
That's discipline. You're thinking of the next person, but we do not do that. All is now, I look good. It's nobody's business. He can't look, but he can't touch it. I'm telling you that verse of the Bible that says, Christ said, any man that looks lustfully upon a woman has already committed adultery in her heart. You'd be thinking it's just the man God is going to call on judgment day. How about you who made him fall? I, I really don't want to have that. There's a lot to get to hell for, like he said. Like I earlier said, then to add that, for me to be told that on that day, oh, it's because of the way you dressed. No, people are weak, cover up. It's not about you. If you really want to be Christian, it's not about you, bro, sis. It's about the next person and how you live. Where is that in the Bible? Everything Christ did was for the next person, not for himself, including going to Calvary for you listening to me right now. And last but not least, bad parenting. Some mothers will never talk about this because they want to follow trends. If you don't teach your child, your girl child, how to dress, somebody out there will teach you the bad, the worse. Because some girls, it's not their fault. They dress, they will dress better if their parents, if it started from home. I was telling someone recently that bad parenting starts from home. Most of the societal dysfunctions that we have today started from home, from the family because that's the smallest unit and the next and, and the last on the list on my list here is influences peer pressure you'll be surprised people usually think when you mention influences or peer pressure it's just for teenagers alone you'll be surprised that there are babies in adult bodies yeah there are babies in adult bodies like 30 years 30 something 40 years adults acting like babies adults being pressured to do stuff they would not usually do it makes it worse because there's a lot of voices in the world we live in a lot of voices in the world we live in today so what am i saying in essence ladies maybe just maybe somebody has told you or you've even had a nudge in your spirit this podcast is not for everybody so of course i don't expect everybody to like it of course you all know me this is where i do my talking and i do not hold back maybe you feel that nudge in your spirit i shouldn't do this i shouldn't dress like this i've said it nobody's always gonna tell you even your pastor always tells you to do this don't do that no 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 even God doesn't expect you to remain a baby. There's a, there's a place where he expects you to step up to the game. Take full control. All right. And not just take full control. But say, okay, I shouldn't do this and put it away. So, all right, guys, this is the voice of your homegirl. I hope you've enjoyed my podcast. And of course, we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. I have a wonderful, 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 wonderful weekend. And uh, of course, if you want to get to me, you can do that anytime. And uh, you can look through all of the podcasts that I've done if you're interested in it. Thank you very much. Yeah.